Welcome to the Speak Your Way to Cash podcast, a podcast where we teach speakers how to land paid speaking engagements and corporate contracts. Each week, we deliver high-quality content that teaches you how to level up your speaking business. Be sure to join the Speak Your Way to Cash Facebook group after having your mind blown by this information-filled episode. Now, here's your host, Ashley Kirkwood, lawyer and professional speaker. This is the Speak Your Way to Cash podcast. Hi, my name is Ashley Kirkwood. I own Mobile General Counsel, the law firm for entrepreneurs and startup companies. We help businesses bulletproof their brands. And today I'm going to be talking to you guys about the three things every speaker and consultant needs, the three legal tools that speakers and consultants need. So if you are joining this live and you're coming on and you are a speaker, just drop your name in the comments and also drop your speaking topics in the comments. And I'm going to be talking specifically to speakers because I work with a lot of speakers through my brand, Speak Your Way to Cash. And what I've learned is that speakers don't always consider themselves entrepreneurs such that they need to have the same legal foundations as every other business owner. And speakers are very creative and come up with a lot of different tools that can be protected. So we're going to talk about how they can actually, how you all can protect yourselves as speakers. So number one, drop your speaking comments, drop your speaking topics in the comments. If you're a speaker, the number one legal tool that you are going to need and that you should have right now are contracts. So you should have contracts. So one of the things that speakers do, especially now during this pandemic, is they're making deals to speak virtually for pay. And whether you're speaking for pay or you're speaking for some other type of exposure, you want to make sure that that relationship is memorialized in writing. And it's important that it's memorialized in writing. And so if you're a speaker and you do not have a contract, you are in trouble, especially now, because now we have all types of different cancellation policies. And when things are canceled and you're a speaker, you want to make sure that your clients know exactly what they can expect and what you can expect. And to be clear, clients are used to signing contracts. These uh, corporations that you all are working with, the colleges that you're working with, they're used to signing contracts. They're used to working with contracts. Do not be afraid of losing a deal or an engagement because you've asked them to sign a document, to sign a contract or to sign some type of a document. You want to make sure that you have your agreement and your relationship memorialized. That's critical. So that's the number one thing is a contract. Now, what are some terms that speakers in particular should be looking out for? The number one term right now will be the force majeure clause. That's going to be a clause in the contract that delineates what happens if you can no longer perform, if you can no longer speak, if you can no longer perform the obligations, you can no longer perform under the obligations of the contract. If that happens, what can they expect? So this is going to cover things like pandemics. It's going to cover things like weather. It's going to cover things like if the relationship goes from virtual to in-person or in-person to virtual, what does that look like? Can they unilaterally make that decision? Are you only comfortable doing virtual presentations? Are you willing to give a different rate at a virtual presentation versus an in-person presentation? Are rates don't include um, travel. So there isn't a difference in price for the talk itself, but there may be a travel fee added if I have to travel and come to your engagement. So if you're a speaker, you want to make sure that that clause covers not only what constitutes um, an incident in which you can't perform, but what exactly will happen. And that is going to be key in the event that something happens. Now, what I see a lot is speakers are like, oh, I don't need a contract. We do handshake deals. They've agreed to hire me to speak. I'm super excited about the engagement. I'm not going to then ask them to sign a contract or to sign any 
anything additional because I'm scared of losing the engagement or I just don't want to formalize it because it'll take away from the relationship. Here's what I recommend. If you are really not comfortable doing this, you need to have someone else send it. It could be your admin. It could be someone else. Or you could just say, and this is the line that I tell a lot of my clients to say, hey, I have my lawyer draw this up. Feel free to review it. If there are any questions or concerns, I'll get back to you right away after speaking with her. But you have to have a contract and you want to have a relationship that is memorialized, okay? So that's number one, contracts. The number two thing that speakers need to have in order to protect their businesses is copyrights. Most speakers and a lot of professional speakers that I know of have a book have a blog or have some type of content that they want to be protected. Now, most speaking coaches will tell you that there's a lot of different ways that you can make money as a speaker, a lot of different ways that you can make money as a speaker. So let's go through some of those now because this is going to help you guys out. Books, one way. You can do bulk book purchases. That's a way that you make money as a speaker. Courses, online courses is another way that you make money as a speaker. Coaching and consulting is another way that you make money as a speaker or an expert or a visionary. Another way that you make money as a speaker would be writing. So if you guest blog for a particular um, newspaper or news source, then they may pay you for your words. That's another way that you can make money as a speaker. Now, because there are a variety of different ways that you yourself can make money as a speaker, that means there's a variety of different things you need to protect. So let's go through those books. Your book can get federal copyright protection. Now, when you write a book, everyone puts that little copyright page in their book and it's like, oh, this book is protected by federal copyright. But what happens if someone actually steals the words out of your book? If you do not have a federal copyright, then you are not going to be protected. In the sense that, in the sense that it'll be very difficult for you to recoup funds for their infringement. So a federal copyright actually gives you, it gives weight to that page. So the page is just there. And that's there because whenever you create something, it's technically my work. It's technically my work, okay? So I have some protection for that. However, when I want to sue someone in federal court for violating my copyright, which is the only reason why I care about having one, is because it gives me the right to sue and to protect that work, I need federal copyright protection. So no, that page in the book does not necessarily protect you in the sense that you can then go into a federal court and recoup the, the damage that they did by copying your work. If you want real protection and you want it to be searchable on a database and you want proof of ownership, then a federal copyright is the way to go, is the way to go, okay? So that's going to be the way to go. Now, here's the other thing that we're going to go through. So we talked about books, online courses, online courses. If you have an online course, you've created 10, 15 videos, you've lumped them all in, you've put them in a course, you don't want, this is a big nightmare, and this has happened to folks that I've worked with in the past, or I've seen it happen to other influencers or coaches and consultants. You create a great online course, you sell it to a big company, you sell it to individual entrepreneurs or individual people, or you're just your audience generally. They take it, they copy it on their phone, or they download it somehow, they put it on YouTube for free. Horrible. Or they put it behind their own paywall. And because they put it behind their own paywall, now they're making money off of your content. You can have all of the content that you've created in that course get federal copyright protection. Federal copyright protection. So now we're getting the trend here. Copywriting protects content. Copywriting protects content, artistic works. Your podcast, things that you've created can have federal copyright protection. And I highly recommend it. And unlike trademarks, which we'll talk about in a bit, the process for getting a, a federal copyright is under six months, under six months. So it typically does not take nearly as long as a trademark, which is almost always over six months. I've never had a trademark get approved in under six months. So think about that as well. Coaching, 
if you're a coach out there and you do um, you have like a membership site or a membership based organization, all the content that you create, those blogs, those coaching notes, those templates that you give out to your customers so that they can do their own work or they can recreate the processes that you've implemented to make money in your business. All of that can get federal copyright protection. OK, so that's really, really important. And then, of course, your writings, anything that you write, you put out content in that way that can also get federal copyright protection. So blogs, your website, your copy, your sales page copy, all of that can get federal copyright protection. OK, so that's the copyright. So we talked about contracts, copyright. And the third is, of course, my fave. I do a lot of these. Hey, guys, I want to come in really quickly and tell you all about the Speak Your Way to Cash course. This course is for speakers who are looking to consistently book paid speaking engagements. In short, if you are ready to speak your way to cash, this is the course you need. There are over 17 modules, you heard that right, 17, that cover getting clarity in your speaking career, branding through the press, a seven-figure sales panel, selecting your niche and finding engagement, selling your signature speech and building it out, onboarding and offboarding clients, implementation and taking it to the next level. And then let me tell you about the 10 bonus trainings that encompass the 17 trainings that you're gonna get. The bonus trainings cover things like branding as a speaker, the best tools for finding engagements, determining whether a topic is viable, speech writing for success, speaking techniques, self-publishing for speakers, sales success, landing association and college clients, navigating the conference market, and so much more. You even get the exact pitch templates that I use to land college clients over and over again, and the press pitch templates that I use. So look, you can get this course by going to ashleynicolekirkwood.com slash S-Y-W-T-C course. ashleynicolekirkwood.com slash S-Y-W-T-C course. Or just enter Ashley Kirkwood Speak Your Way to Cash course in Google and it should come right up. Thanks guys for listening. Let's get back to this interview. Trademarks, trademarks. Now, why would a speaker need trademarks? I'm a firm believer that speakers sell signature speeches. The stuff that you sell as a speaker is your signature speech. So for me, it's the currency of confidence. That is a registered trademark, okay? The love method of communication, those are my signature speeches. Those are signature talks that I give that I provide to my customers. That is how they know me. It is a brand identifier. And so trademarks are the things that help other people to identify your brand, okay? Now, you want as a speaker to have federal trademark protection over your signature speech, over potentially the name of your speaking company. Some people use like, if I were to use Kirkwood Talks, that could be a trademark. If I could use Ashley Nicole Speaks, I can get that trademark, even though it's my name. And I hear this all the time. Can I trademark my name? Absolutely. Do you think I could start a talk show called Oprah? No. Even if my mom named me Oprah, it wouldn't matter. I can't start a talk show under that because Undoubtedly, Oprah has trademarks that protect that. So yes, your name can be trademarked and I highly recommend doing it. Remember Blue Ivy, the Beyonce Blue Ivy um, trademark dispute? When Blue Ivy was born, they wanted to get a trademark for her name. Someone else already had it for a particular category of goods. So there was a big debacle over whether or not she could trademark her daughter's name, even though it was her daughter's name. So names can have trademarks. So if you're a speaker, your name is your brand. Your name is your brand identifier. And it's the thing that makes you money. So now your brain's going as a speaker and you're thinking, well, okay, there's a lot of different things that I could potentially get trademarked. Where should I start? And how do I organize what I need to trademark first? Simple. I'm going to make this very, very simple as though we were doing a one-on-one -on -one talk here. And of course, all of this is just for educational purposes. But if you're trying to figure out what should I get trademarked first? 
What should I get copywritten first? This is the question you want to ask. What makes me the most money now? Start with that. Then you want to go to what is the next thing in my business that's bringing in the most money? Now, if you have something that isn't bringing in money yet, but you're committed to that brand name, you're committed to that content, you're committed to that launch, you know that you're going to be using it in commerce for the long haul, get it trademarked. Get the brand name trademarked and get the content copywritten. So now you're thinking, okay, well, how do I do this? What will this cost? Where do I go from here? The price range may vary based on what exactly you need. But what I would recommend is this. Book a consult. You can go to bit.ly, lowercase, slash MGC Talk. The M, G, C, and T are capitalized. And then ALK is lowercase. MGC Talk with MGC being capitalized. Um, MGC and the T being capitalized. And you can book a consult with me. If that's too hard to remember, just go to mobilegeneralcouncil.com. Click on legal services. And then you can go from there and just book a consult with me and we can talk through your rates right now as of today's date. Trademarking starts at $3,500 for the year long process. So we're with you every step of the way during that process. So you're talking about 10 plus months worth of work and protecting your legacy for $3,500. So it's really a steal. And the great thing about trademarks is it can last forever. So if you keep up with your filing documents, you keep up with the information the trademark office needs to make sure you're still using the mark, it is a potential for it to last forever, which is amazing. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about, well, is it worth it? Should I do it? Absolutely. And this is the question you ask about that. Will your business make more than $3,500? Is it worth protecting? You know, we talk a lot about whether or not you should get these things done. But the truth of the matter is you should get it done because you know that your business is going to be lucrative. It's going to be something that you want to own. And you know that you would be so upset if someone else utilized your business name or utilized your brand name. And you want to prevent people from infringing on your corner of the market. That's what trademarking does. And we as speakers work really, really, really hard to build up our client base, to build up our clientele, to build up our data, and to, to get clients and to get gigs and to create these signature speeches and these signature programs. We don't want anyone infringing on that. We don't want anyone infringing on our corner of the market. And so how do you protect that? Trademarks, copyrights and contracts. If you need help with any of those three, just go to mobilegeneralcouncil.com and I'd be happy to talk to you about that. If you have questions, you can email me at ashleyk at mobilegeneralcouncil.com. That's ashleyk at mobilegeneralcouncil.com. And of course, drop your questions in the comments. My name is Ashley Kirkwood. I'm the owner of Mobile General Counsel and I look forward to serving you soon. All right, wasn't that interview amazing? If you're anything like me, you have pages full of notes. But here's the thing. Before you head out, I want you to go to facebook.com and join the Speak Your Way to Cash Facebook group. That is where I am. That's where a ton of other speakers are, a ton of other people who listen to the show. All We all congregate there and chat. And it's 100% free. Now, if you're ready to take your speaking career to the next level, I have two ways for you to do that. One, you can go to ashleynicolekirkwood.com slash SYWTC live replay and pick up the live replay. That training is seven modules, chock full of information. It's crazy. Go over there, read all about it. Or if you want a more personal experience, you're already, you already know that you want to be a speaker. You're ready to fully commit and you want someone to walk you through it and save you tons of time Googling and doing it on your own. Then book a VIP day with me. You can go to AshleyNicoleKirkwood.com. Scroll down until you see the VIP day section and get more information on that there. All right. Thank you guys again for watching. Please do not forget to leave us a review. That is how we keep this train rolling and get some of the best speakers in the world to get on this show. So please, please, please leave a review. 
Shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram and Facebook in the Speaker Way to Cash Group, Instagram at, at the Ashley Nicole Show. And I'd be more than happy to chat with you and say hi. All right, y'all have an awesome, awesome day. <laughs>